And I'm Dan. And it's after work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Become a brand maker. You may think you're a brand brand ambassador, right? Is yeah, that what you're thinking when I like say you, brand No, maker. I'm thinking you make little metal things you burn cows with? That's exactly what I do. All right. Most people would think Side hustle? No, I mean, I automatically assume... I'm a brand maker. You definitely couldn't do the other thing. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, I make brands for cattle. Specific. It's solid. Probably abuse. Mm, no, no. That's from Odin Work Podcast. Can't talk. Uh, recently, I learned about branding and somebody said they oh, don't brandy do, what they, a good wife you would be these particular cowboys oh, that's, that's different these cowboy branders don't do a hot brand everybody knows what a brand is you take your metal and you have it into a certain shape and you your cow so then like a like a big y with a couple of lines under it yeah uh so then Later on, when they go to market, it's got your brand with your logo on it, and th- then you can tell that it's your cow. Or it might solve some issues if they wander off your land and onto somebody else's land. Perhaps. Perhaps. Haven't got that far yet. Uh, but I learned some cowboys these days don't new yeah. high-tech cowboys. They cow don't people. do a hot brand. They do it a frozen brand. They dip it, they dip it in liquid nitrogen until it is... Completely, and then they hold that against. So it's still burning. It yeah freezes them, but it doesn't. It turns the hair that grows in that spot a different color. Oh, so it's like stands out more. Anyways, cowboy talk. There's things I learned on TikTok. Stumbled across that video. We do a cold brand here. Cool. Why not for just one of my use RFID tags? Like we do with dogs. We don't brand our dogs. Maybe we should start branding dogs, huh? You're right. Let's just start branding dogs. It's easier than RFID. Anyways, Dan, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. So I had a little mishap. Uh Uh-oh. A misfire. I was watching football Mm -hmm. this last weekend with my buddy. And uh, he's he's also in the whiskey club. So we were having some whiskey. Yep. Mm, Whiskey. Good whiskey, like good whiskey, not garbage whiskey. Not uh, Bushmills, the original Irish whiskey, the the lowest quality of the Bushmills whiskey? Not, no, not that. Mm. And a lot of the whiskeys that I have are barrel strength, so they're real high proof. Anyway, my friend that I was Let's drinking throw with. Him under the ro- uh, under the. Uh, throw him under the proverbial bus. Throw this him is under a proverb bus. for all of you out there. Listen and learn. Uh he is um, of large stature and has strong, you know, uh, drink resistance. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, you know, we we're just share- drinking at the same pace. You're having a drink off. As you will. No, no, just a reasonable drink at the same pace. And uh, I realized that, that I can't, I can't do that. Can't keep up with. No. Uh-uh. Ryan. Throw Ryan. It was Ryan, Ryan yeah. Ryan fast on the bus. Well, I had four. Uh-huh. Four whiskeys. Okay, that's not very many. No. Like, not even, like, these are rocks glasses, right? Mm-hmm. Not not Glencairn. So, it's probably more than okay. you'd put in a Glencairn. But, not like, I didn't fill it up, you know. Put, yeah, these wide glasses. I'm putting, you know, that you a little more than that in two there. Two fingers in. That's uh, two, not hefty not, amount. Well, one and a half fingers. 
um of this stuff that varies between 110 and 130 proof. So you're uh, feeling delightful. I was I was feeling it. And, delightful. And we're we started at like one in the afternoon mm-hmm. because football. Okay. And then we stopped at around five o'clock because he he's a ticking time bomb, right? He's got to drive home. Uh-huh. And oh. Can't drive home. There's no way, no how. After so all at that. at eleven thirty at night when he finally got up I off the couch and started eight thirty, you know. Okay, but that's that's enough, right? Yeah, I think sure. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we stopped earlier. If I've... the math doesn't check out, we stopped earlier. So we they stopped at a point where it did check out, officer. <laughs> yes, and I at at like nine thirty, I'm just like. Uh, I got a headache. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Mm-hmm. I had a hangover the same day. Same day hangover. That's garbage. I didn't even know that was possible. There's been time I've done this not with whiskey, some day drinking. It's usually like floating on the river. Mm-hmm. So you're just drinking lots of, but not water. Uh, beer along the river, and then you know you never have to get out of that tube to go to the bathroom. That's a good point. Uh, so you're just drinking as, as for hours down the river, and then you get to the bottom. It's two. And then you're sobered up. You're feeling pretty good. Obviously, I don't drive on these river trips. Right. Uh, you get down obviously. to the bottom. And then uh, you're feeling pretty good. And then you're sober up by, let's call it, 6 o'clock. This was in my younger days. And then you, you, try, and get, you try and get a nice buzz twice in a day. Oh, whoa. You go, okay, well, now I'm sober. Okay, let's see what I can do here. The double, the double buzz. Okay, all right. It's a, it's a tricky one. Someday. Anyway. Uh, Start earlier, Dan. I made myself a new rule. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to sit around and drink, no more barrel-proof whiskey Okay. <laughs> on, like, flowing. Yeah, some more like some, uh, you know... Bushmills, the original Irish whiskey. No, barrel-proof whiskey goes into Glencairn. Triple distilled, finest blend. From now on, Glen Glencairn. Right here on the key, on the bottle. Fine does not blend. make it the best. That's no, the finest. It can't lie on a bottle, man. Going light, light mixed drinks. It's, I don't really drink beer. It's gross. Yeah, beer is seltzer. How do you gross. feel about seltzer? It seems like I've, all the beer drinkers have moved over to the seltzer. I've had those. They're not good. Yeah. Like They're not. I, I like bubbly water. I'm drinking a bubbly water right now. It's like putting alcohol in bubbly water, and it doesn't it's make like, it taste. Makes good. it worse, but I guess that's just the thing, man. You have to teach yourself not to like the thing to teach the alcohol to like you. What? See, that's deep, man. And it meant nothing at the, both at the same time. Wow. Anyways, Dan. That so that end end of parable. Don't drink too much. It's bad for you. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. Says the man. Drink as much as you want. No, don't drink too much. Okay. Dan, we have any emails, man? Oh, yeah. It yes. can't. Wait. Afterworkpod at gmail.com. Is if it... someone were to email in at afterworkpod at gmail.com. I want to throw some shade. I know we have far fewer listenership to this particular podcast that I'm about to mention right now. That's true. Uh, Two Characters and a Clown is a podcast that I've started listening to. 
It's two, it's three people who work at Cirque du Soleil down in uh, Las Vegas. There's two characters from Cirque du Soleil and a clown. So they started a podcast. It's very much like our podcast, except for cursing. They have food and drinks while they podcast, and they sometimes have fun stories. But on their email segment, Dan, I'm throwing some shade. Obviously, they are one of the very few, select few, that listen to our podcast because they had no emails one week, and they read all the ad emails <laughs> that they got. Yeah, they did. And I was like, hey... I want to tell you a secret, Brooks. They were, <laughs> they did the same thing. Hold like, on. Can I tell you a secret? What's that? I heard somebody else do that before we did it. It turns out it's just <laughs> it's everybody just who has an email <laughs> gets ads usually. Yeah. Okay. I thought we were super original, man. No. Anyway, what do we got here? Emails. Oh, uh, it's titled, I Forgot Again. Double again. Gentlemen. I don't have any good reasons to have failed in my email duties so often lately, but I am very sorry. I will assuredly not learn anything from this experience, <laughs> so I'm sure it'll happen again. I have a cocktail recipe to share. Okay. Ooh, the Negroni. Is this where we go? Jabroni? The Negroni. It sounds like something that The Rock was saying. You Negroni? Yep. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Something like that. Early 2000s wrestling fans uh, out there. Any wait, of them? Are you talking about that guy that's in movies? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's a movie guy, right? Soon be billionaire. He no. wants to be a billionaire so freaking bad. He's probably not. He's Maybe. He could. No, he can't. Yeah, he's going to be a billionaire. Okay. The Negroni. Equal parts sweet vermouth, Campari, and gin. So far, this doesn't sound amazing. Isn't gin and vermouth a... Well, uh, what's that? Shaken, not stirred. But And martini? Yeah, isn't gin and vermouth a martini? What was the third thing in there? Campari, which I think is a sweet... Wait, is that the grape? Grapefruit? Is that the grape-flavored... Grapefruit? Liqueur? Mm. You because, look it up. I'm looking on my phone. Because when I bought this uh, screwball uh, peanut butter whiskey, the guy said, hey, you should get this chambari. No. And then you'd have peanut butter and jelly. No. No. Okay. How do you spell it? It's not the same thing. I had the one that you got that was the jelly. Uh, it is C-A-M-P-A-R-I. Uh, so I tried one after watching an Anthony Bourdain video about it, and I didn't really like it. Maybe it's because I used a weird gin, Hendrix Orbium. But I tried a variation. The Hendrix gin is pretty good, I hear. It's Hendrick. a weird one, though. There's another word after Hendrix. It makes it weird. Uh, he tried a variation. The... Boulevardier, I'm assuming, is how you say it. Was he on the Boulevardier of Broken or, Dreams? Or Boulevardier, something like that. Same as above, but replace the gin with bourbon. Okay. Okay, now we're talking here. Uh, You know yeah. how, you know what West Dan's whistle. Um, That sounds a lot like a Manhattan with Campari. 
Ah, uh, this was excellent. Let me know what you think. Oh, next time I have Campari and Vermouth, uh, I'll let you know. Well, Dan. This email sent from Andy. Let me just tell you, was, obviously. Was I was was I trying to tell you the wrong thing? Obviously, I'm I'm not looking this up or reading it right now. Uh Campari is an Italian. It's uh must be. It's pronounced Campari. Is an Italian alcoholic liqueur considered an aperitif? 20 20.5, 21, 24, 25 or 28.5 ABVs depending on the country in which it's sold. Obtained from the infuse, infusion of herbs and fruit, including chincado and carillo, uh-huh. is an alcohol and water. It is a bitters uh, characterized by its dark red color. And that's why we don't let Brooks read. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, that was just came right from my dome, man. So it, I bet it's... A beautiful color. Chambord, I think, is the one that you're thinking oh, of. okay. Remember? Great. Well, thanks, Andy. Thank you, Andy. And uh, hopefully someday I'll be able to try that. And, you know, we don't blame you for your past mistakes. We hear it after work with Dan and Brooks. Except you for all your flaws, Andy. Your many, many flaws. So... I'm just going to say this right now. A Manhattan is two parts whiskey, one part vermouth, wish with some bitters. I mean, that that's... So it's just a fancy Manhattan. And he invented a Manhattan. But he's upstate, so this is an upstate... This is this is more this is more like a buffalo. This is a buffalo in Manhattan. Yeah. Is there, like, maybe one of the five buffalo boroughs that we could... Or is there, like... Is Buffalo the biggest upstate city, or is there some other big upstate city that we should be using the suburbs of instead of boroughs? Because Manhattan isn't a city, right? It's a borough. Right now, it's really I can't a city. think of any other towns besides there's Buffalo. N- there's only two towns in all of New York. Yeah. There's Albany. Albany is the, the capital. capital but, yeah. you know, See, we, we all know the capitals aren't big. So yeah. The, Oregon's capital is the worst city in this whole. Horrible. It's like, hit. hey, hey, states, what's your worst city? Let's throw them a bone and make it the capital just so people will have a reason to go there. California Sac- is a real sack. Sac- Sacramento, man. Well, Dan. I got some news for you, and it sounds like you may or may not have taken heeded my advice and started watching a little show called Yellowstone. Well, let me tell you, I made it through half of the first episode. Okay. Half of what half? one. What half? <laughs> the first half. First half. Well, you didn't start in the middle and just kick. Well, uh, I know we're late to the party. But I've been here a lot of talk of this. Four seasons late. And I'm three episodes in. I've been watching it with my dad. And it is The Sopranos on a ranch. Yeah. They got a nice family that's running. Saying it's real ranchy. The big, biggest ranch in Montana. There was. Yellowstone Ranch. Yeah. And uh, there's different, you know, people that are competing to. 
take over and it's all about making money and yada yada. Right. Lots of backstory. I I mean, lots of blood, lots of gore, ranch, killing, Sopranos on a ranch. I said it. There we go. So you're half episode in? Yeah, just about a half episode. How's your wife uh, like it? Is she, oh, is yeah. she watching it? I think it could be a good one. I think she likes it. Did you download it onto your server or did you? Yeah, no, it's on the server. The Peacock. No, we have Peacock. Oh. It's annoying to use, so it's on the server. It's really annoying. I transferred it from Peacock to the server so it'd be easier. And what I hate about Peacock, Peacock, is the fact that, you know, they have commercials. Oh, I don't have commercials. Yeah. When I transferred it. Yeah. Okay. I should just start watching them from there. But that's uh, my four-year-old or five-year-old tip of the week. Show to watch. If you haven't checked out uh, Yellowstone, go for it. And maybe I'll add a little bit of, if you haven't checked out Yellowstone, go for it. See, it's got my seal of approval on it. That I recorded a while ago, I, Dan. So there was there's a really cool quote from the lead character. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Costner plays the, yes, the Kevin Tony Costner. Soprano of sorts. He's Tony. I, well, that's what I'm assuming, seeing as how he's famous. and But to, to kind of like uh, show how awesome his ranch is, he was talking to his son, I, I believe. And he said um, they were talking about leverage. Yeah, yeah. And he said, leverage is, is uh, it just disappeared. It says, leverage is knowing that if someone had all the money in the world, this is what they'd buy. He's talking about their ranch. Yeah. A ranch of the size of Rhode Island. <laughs> that is a massive ranch. Someday, Dan, if we save our money, if no. we stock away those pennies. No, you don't understand. We have to. He's saying, if you had all the money in the world, that's what you'd buy, but you can't buy it. He's not selling. That's right. <laughs> he's not even selling one single acre. No, none of it. Why would you? And if you're asking this question, listen to the podcast. It's in modern times. Yeah. When, I, when I heard it, people talking about it two years ago, I just assumed it was a 150-year-old thing about some ranchers, apparently. There's still ranchers out there. It's 150 years ago, but they did have a helicopter. Yeah, helicopters have been around since Civil War. Definitely. The North had them. That's why we won. Us. Us. I'm claiming it. Yeah. I'm claiming it. I'm not part of the North. No, we're North. Andy's part of the North. I don't think... We... No, we Except were when he states. takes his daughter... Wait, Andy... When you take your daughter to school, are you crossing the Mason-Dixon line? The Mason-Dixon line. Are you like going into a gray state, as ding, I'm ding, as ding, I'm ding, calling ding, it? Ding, 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 ding. A gray state. You know, Dixes. you're you're in the blue state, and you're going down to the gray state. Yeah. Why are they called gray states? Wasn't that the color of the Confederate uniforms? Weren't they red? No, we're not talking about the British. I don't even know, man. Those British. The brown coats. Anyway, the brown coats are coming. Yeah, brown coats. Stay down. We don't, I don't want to have to have do a Civil War II. Can't have any jokes with Brooks. He doesn't understand. I didn't know they were gray, man. 
I think. I'm, I was asking. I thought they were red because of all the blood on their uniforms because they got sh- killed. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Stay down, South. Stay down. Don't make us do it again. They will rise. Wait, what if they rise again, Brooks? Well, we'll have to knock them down again. I get knocked down, but I get have Yeah, what if they're like Chubba Wumba? <laughs> tub thumping. <laughs> what if they're tub thumping? Oh, yeah. Hey, Dan. Hey. You know what time it is, right? I do. Now it's time for a little thing that we like to call Around, 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 around the House. How, how, What's happening, Dan? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't really been doing anything around my house. Not at all, man. Say, mm, no. Okay. Well, I'd like to apologize to everybody for last week's Around the House. Where I said I, I had nothing, but I kind of squeaked out a little something by you know, saying I'm going to be doing something. You know, if you hadn't mentioned it, no one would know. <laughs> Andy would know. He'd be like, hey, did you do that thing up in your attic, Brooks? Only if he listened yesterday and then today. Uh, and I'll be like, nah, I didn't. No, nah, my family was a little under the weather this past weekend. What kind of weather were they under? It was, it was like some gray. Okay. You know, like the like Southern's the uniform. Southern uniforms, okay. Uniform. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they were under the weather, so we did not do that. But I got a couple things that did happen. Not by me, but my my brother came over here about four months ago because he got a cool truck rack. Okay. And he needed a place to stash it because he had a truck rack. Doesn't he know that criminals come around here and steal things? Yeah. But he, like, kind of put it up in my side yard. All right. Yeah. Out of the way. They probably won't. So he's like, hey, can I, I, can I ditch this here? I'll come pick it up in, like, this weekend. This was four months ago. <laughs> okay. So yesterday he showed up and he's like, hey, I'm getting that roof. <laughs> I'm getting that truck rack from You're you. You're like, I sold it. And I could have. I probably could have made 150 bucks off this thing that he picked up for free. But uh, he came and brought that. And also, while he was here, he dropped off a dartboard. Oh, you got a dartboard? You know the the cool ones with the doors that close? Oh, like, oh, nice. Like a legit cork dartboard. Oh, for real. Not soft tip. We're talking Hard steel tip, tip. Steel tip ones. And he set it up in my driveway outside. So now I have a dartboard out in my soon-to-be second garage out there. Very nice. And I've been playing with my kids out out. In the driveway. Oh, so like in the back of where you park your car? Yeah, throwing at the back of the garage, soon to be finished garage. Uh-huh. Just your retaining wall, cement walls right now, and uh, and then Daniel's like, you know what we should do with this uh, room is turn it into a game room down here. And I said, well, I'm planning on putting a bunch of stuff, but it also might be where we keep our dartboard. Why don't you put the dartboard by the hot tub so it's closer to people? Maybe outside in the back. I don't want them throwing darts at my house. Eh. You, you, What you do, I've seen this, right? You take that really awesome looking wooden box that encloses around this dartboard mm-hmm. and you screw that onto a sheet of plywood and then you lean that against the house. That way oh, okay. if they miss... As long as they don't miss the four by eight sheet of plywood, they were missing by quite a bit. Oh, well, we've uh, started out with six darts. There's three now. 
maybe you shouldn't. I mean, you're going to ruin a lot of darts if you yeah. throw them at a cement throw wall. Throw them at a cement wall. A lot of the tips are pretty uh, banged up now. Well, you got a sharpener. Oh, I do have a sharpener. Also, Amazon sells a set of 15 darts. What okay. is that? Three, three. That's five. That's five sets of three for $9. <laughs> Okay. For nine dollars. So can I, you not buy new tips for you I, probably get screw on tips. I have you know, for a, throwing them up against cement walls. I have a soft tip dartboard. Mm-hmm. So I have like fifty plastic tips. I think you can swap out the tips. The metal ones. I just got this should be coming tomorrow and we're gonna start a dart league out in the driveway. Daniel, two days. First he was all over the place and now he's hitting all three on the board. Which is good. Okay. Or maybe two. Two of the three on the board. That's close. Yeah. So he's getting better. So he's also. Brother better watch out. What you do is you keep a Sharpie around. And when you're playing, if somebody misses the dartboard and hits the sheet of plywood, they have to sign it. Okay. For, it's shame. Yeah. You're, you're shame. shaming them. You circle it and. Yeah. I'm a loser at darts. Yeah. Signed. Brooks. Exactly. And the date? Yeah. Maybe. Well, this is what I'm, I've am i been up to. You walked up as I was mid-process. Oh, yeah. Hanging out with my dad. He picked up a free dresser, three three-shelf dresser, a three-drawer dresser, but the, gu- the glides that hold it, like, sturdy in there are all broken. Okay. So he's like, hey, he had the idea. I went to Home Depot looking for these, like, plastic guide things and they don't quite have the right size Mm. so uh he said hey what if we just buy this aluminum strips of aluminum and you cut them to the right shape and uh just screw those on there also we well we were looking at like the drawer slides like the ball bearing ones and for this free dresser they were 38 dollars each Per drawer. Ooh. And he's like, I'm not spending $120 on glides for this thing. Anyways. It would be cool, though. I've never had a dresser that had those. Yeah. Our kitchen yeah, like drawers the, do. Ones where it's like you push. Soft and touch. And it just like slowly goes in. Yes. So you can upgrade your dresser if you want. Oh. For $37 each. Each drawer. Each but drawer. then the problem is when you overfill it. And then you, it's just, it's a mess. Because you know you overfill drawers. Mm-hmm. You know. I know. You do. I always. It's not worth it. I broke one of my drawer slides. <laughs> and what'd you do? Just It's still broken. The drawers just kind of. It just wiggles. Sags a little bit in there. It's the bottom one. It's my drawer. Yeah, you always move it to the one you l- use least when you break a drawer. Oh, I broke the the bottom part also. Oh, okay. I broke the whole thing. Okay. Um, I have an idea. So I cut so I cut out that shape. I made one. There's I need three of these things. I made one. I'm hoping it works. I'm gonna bring it over this weekend, bolt it on, cut it, use my bandsaw, sheet of aluminum like little what is it? Probably quarter eighth inch. Of, eighth inch. Eighth inch thick aluminum and uh two inches wide sheet, but like Four feet long. Three sixteenths inch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three six sixteenth. And uh <laughs> and uh now I was thinking 
This this aluminum cutting is pretty cool, and my bandsaw can handle it. Oh yeah, aluminum's is pretty soft. Uh well, what can I do with that? Can I make something cool with with aluminum? Yes. Should I make an octopus out of aluminum? Uh, yes. And, and you would have to worry it. about yeah. Do that really cool polish where you brushed. Maybe one side is shiny and the other side is the brush look. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you polish the whole thing shiny and then just brush like eyeballs or something mm-hmm. or like accents. We'll see. Um, I have an idea for your drawer slides though. Okay. So you were saying how, well, I was saying how the metal is going to rub a lot more than that nice soft plastic that they had. Mm-hmm. What if you cut out just a little tiny piece of wood and sandwiched it with the metal? And and also you were saying it was a little too wiggly. Well, you could cut the wood closer to tight. Okay. And then if you didn't like it, you could always just rip it off. Yeah. That's just wood on wood. And then it might move a little bit. You know, you put a little wax on there or something. Well, I'll get back next week and we'll we'll have a resolution for this. See how it worked out. Uh, yeah, man. So I'm excited. And then my dad can be proud of me for, for fixing those drawers, right? No. Okay, yeah. Good point. Well, Dan, do you have anything else to, to share? Nothing to share. Oh, man. Well, I started the closing music, but we ha- okay. Yeah, what we that got, means we got fifty seconds. Dan, Oktoberfest this weekend, one o'clock to eight o'clock at uh, Holy Family School. Okay, on Cesar Chavez. You will hear Dan pumping that sweet, sweet. I will play music, music, music and uh, you'll dance. There'll be folks in lederhosen, probably beer garden. They got a beer garden, wine garden. They got sausages. They got pretzels. They got games for kids, stuff and things. Come Music. on down. Yeah. To 70, 75. 7425? 7425. Maybe. Cesar Chavez, Southeast Cesar Chavez Boulevard. Made up a number that's pretty close. And we'll see you all next time. After work. Thank you.